That's what I'm talking about. 201. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Carton and Roberts. Evan Roberts, Craig Carton, all the way to 630. Wow. Wow. I mean, what else can you say when uh, we were told that there was one extra piece the Mets needed and Steve Cohen on a Hawaii vacation with his beautiful family got the phone call from Scott Boris. Do you want him? If you want him, he's yours. And like a giddy schoolgirl, Stevie C, let the press know, I just got Carlos Correa. Let's rock. And then the deal wasn't signed. And then MRIs came back. And then the question was, it's okay. How do we get the deal done? And then over the last 48 hours, every Fugazi insider was like, it's done, it's done. It'll look a little different. But not to worry, Met fans, you got your guy. And then you find out today, a few hours ago, from the real insider, Jeff Passan, that not only... Did you not get your guy? The Minnesota Twins did get him, and you didn't throw your money around. Interesting development in the last 24 hours. Where do the Met fans go from here? Good afternoon, Evan. How are you today, kid? Can you believe the Knicks threw an 18-point lead late third quarter? <laughs> It's disappointing. I mean, I'm not going to scream and yell about I it. I mean, you got it. It's disappointing. You want me to scream and yell about well, it? I, I the think dude's clearly got, got a bleeped up ankle. Which has not affected him for the last eight years. Yeah, but you're not paying him for the last eight years. You're paying him for the next 12 well, what years. What happens to I don't care how they spend the money. Just spend it. That's Look, why we got the richest owner in baseball. If they ultimately signed him and said, yeah. ankle be damned, okay, let's go. But right. I can understand why the Mets, after the Giants balked on the ankle and yeah. the whole contract fell apart, said, hey, we need to rework this. We need to protect ourselves. Just because you have a lot of money doesn't mean you should spend it foolishly. Wow. Now, am I disappointed Carlos Correa is not a New York Met? Yeah. Are the Mets as good today as they could have been six hours ago if Correa signed? No, they're not as good. Right. I got a lot of you about that. What's interesting about you? What's that? You don't tolerate that usually. What does that mean? Normally, you'd be out there and saying, I don't care about the last two, three years being bad contracts. It's not the last two, three years. Most of them will be. No, no, no. You are now now bending over like every other Mets fan. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't understand this at all. Okay, so let me correct you on my opinion. Please, sir. Go ahead, sir. Last two years, you're right. Don't give a damn. I'm concerned about, like, next year, the year after, the year after that, the year after that. I'm concerned about the majority of the deal. I've heard that the Mets were so concerned his ankle wouldn't hold up for the next five years. Now, if that's the case, then how could you take that risk? I know they offered him a 12-year contract for 315. Well, how about you live by it? Well, every contract is, quote, pending physical. Yes. And so, to be fair, much like the Giants. He would have been a Giant if uh, they had no problem with the physical. Craig, Craig I'm disappointed. Well, I would think I don't you want, have to be I don't want. I, I don't want. I, would be. I don't want you to think like, ah, no big deal, just move on, whatever. When you spend 19 days thinking that this kind of player is going to be in your lineup, you get excited. You get yeah. very pumped up. But I also understand if they saw this metal plate in his ankle yeah. that caused it to vibrate last year, and for Carlos to say, what a tingly feeling I had, right. and the concern that that won't hold up, forget about the full 12 years, but for the first five or six years, 
I could understand trying to rework it, which they did for 19 days. For $47 million less than what the Twins offered them. So why not just do the same deal that the Twins offered them? Well, because I don't think that's why the offer less. Because that's not the whole story. The other story is the final four years Minnesota would guarantee if he had the 500 plate appearances in year six. So it's not fully, hey, what did the Mets offer uh, Correa over six? What did Minnesota offer? It's also how it can get to a 10-year you know this? The Mets' new offer was less than the Twins. We know that. Yes. Based on the reports In that guaranteed money, yes. All right, so no big was deal. That you the got by the Twins. But was that the reason they didn't get him? Uh, I would think that's the reason Correa went to Minnesota. He got more money. No, no, no. But when you look at why Correa took the Twins contract and didn't take the Met contract, we hear, okay, the Mets were guaranteeing this over six. Right. Minnesota was averaging this over six. Do you think that's the only reason and the only part of the contract that made the twin deal I better mean, for Correa and Boris? I don't know, so I'm not going to guess. It would make sense. That's a little bit more complicated than we want it to be. But uh, here's what I know. No, no, no. I'm going to answer it for you. Don't, you can't just give that answer. I know. There was How do you more know? That. You, none of us have seen the contract. No, we haven't seen the contract, but right. we've read the same reports I mean, that you're quoting night, right I now. I saw an insider saying the deal was done with the Mets. You just quoted an insider. No, I didn't. Yeah, you quoted the Twins contract and the Mets contract. Where'd that come from? I didn't quote the Mets contract. No, you quoted the Twins contract, and you compared it to the Mets contract. That all comes from an insider. Well, that comes from a legitimate okay. insider. We, we can't pick our spots here. Jeff everything Passett, that's right my now, guy. Everything right now is coming from an insider. And how the last four or five years of that contract gets guaranteed is different in the twin deal than it is the Met deal. You can't ignore that. Yeah, well, That's I, a part of I it. won't ignore this either. You got outflexed by a Steinbrenner. That's what I'm going to tell you because not 20 whatever days ago, we did a show. Which flex was bigger? The flex from Hawaii to get Correa or the flex from the uh, Italian home of the Pope to get Aaron Judge? And all you little weasels were like, you got to give Steve Cohen the better flex. He did it during dinner with his family. You said that. And, uh, <laughs> that was you. I, I do remember, remember that show, that. oddly enough. <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden, that flex is right out the window. Well, it took 19 days for yep. the flex to just go completely out the window. No Carlos Correa. And oh, by the way, for yeah. any Met fan who thinks flex. Steve Cohen gets angry, so something's going to happen next. It ain't happening in free agency. Right. Now, you want to tell me there's some kind of big trade none of us are thinking about. Okay, fine. Yeah. That would scare me. Me half to death, by the way. I've heard a lot of comparisons of Cohen to Steinbrenner. Well, one of George Steinbrenner's biggest issues is he made the dopey trade, especially in the late 80s when future stars were traded for the shiny veteran in the moment. I don't want Steve Cohen and the Mets yeah. to make some kind of knee-jerk trade. That could be disastrous. Yeah. What, unfortunately, the Mets have to do, and this sucks because you talked yourself into Correa, I certainly did, yes. over the last three weeks, Rightfully is we've so. got to go back to the pre-Correa world, yes. which is, hey, they're relying on Brett Beatty. Hey, they're relying on Francisco Alvarez. Hey, this offense was fifth in Major League Baseball last year. Yeah. Let's hope it's as good, if not better, this year. Uh, and I know that sucks because it's a huge disappointment, but I never thought they were going to get Carlos Correa to begin with. No, but we no, still no, got no. Teased. 19 days ago, you thought you had Carlos well, Correa. I, I didn't finish my sentence. But I we got teased for 19 oh, days, and it's tough to ignore the tease. Well, There's no, no doubt. Tease. You guys were parading around this place. Well, we only paraded for a day. No, because we, we, after we We're forgetting that for some reason. Well, hold on. Can I finish? The whole the excitement we, of the Carlos Correa thing yeah. is no longer. It when didn't did happen. Become a Yankee? No one cares. When did you become a Yankee? I'm just douche? saying. When did that happen? Well, right around the time I got. Right around the time I tried to tell you that the better flex. By the yeah. way, the only reason Carlos Correa ended up with the Minnesota Twins last year is because you losers decided to take Josh Donaldson. So if you want to play this game, you'll come up small. Maybe Remember that one? Like yeah. his, uh, Maybe we knew the medicals. Yeah. No, 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 you missed, you missed the Minnesota! Minnesota!
Uh, Give us the point. The only reason Minnesota got Carlos Correa is because you took Josh Donaldson off their hands. And they they still finished where they finished, and the Yankees finished where they finished, and you just got outspent by Minnesota. Wow. Wow. So, those are facts. Those are those facts. Those are facts. And to your point, of, and, and your logic doesn't make sense on the Which back logic? end of the contract either. Why wouldn't the Mets give the same back end of the contract? You just said you're okay with eating the last three or four years. Those back end only kick in if he plays the first six. So why would you go year by year and not do what Minnesota's done to get the contract because signed? You're doubling, this is a player you want. Yeah. Because you're doubling the contract in length. But, he's, and if but that's if believe. he's played the six years. And by yeah. the way, only one year. No, it's the final year of his deal playing 500 plate appearances. Right. And that would guarantee the final portion of the contract. Right. Like, the Mets spent 19 days trying to protect themselves in a long-term deal with Carlos Correa, and they couldn't figure it out. So it's not as if they weren't trying to bring him in. This isn't Vladimir Guerrero from two decades ago. This was trying to find common ground with Scott Boris, and they couldn't because they're that concerned about the guy's ankle. But here's the truth. We're all going to see in real time who is right about this. Because if Carlos Correa's ankle shatters in the next three years, well, that'll be the best money you never spent. The San Francisco Giants, too, and the New York Mets would have been right to red flag the crap out of this. Yeah, it's just a fascinating turn of events. Here I thought we were coming in and talking all New York Giants today, getting ready for the big playoff game against the Minnesota Vikings. And then uh, Yahtzee. Uh, the boat took on water, and you lost the guy that put you over the edge. And I don't care how you color it, you got to be upset today. Disappointed. You be disappointed, disappointed. upset. Uh, it's like Frank the Tank is always right when it comes to the New York Mets. Darren Ruff's your guy. So good luck with that. Darren Ruff's not going to be on the team next year. Well, that's, I mean, I'm not, that's what Frank told me. Uh, listen. Frank told me Darren Ruff's going to be uh, the biggest guy. Don't judge us by our most irrational fans. Well, listen, you guys were all rational for the last 19 no, no, days. No, we, were, we weren't. We were and excited. And I remember you over there, you, because I have a, a mental image of it. Right. When the Correa deal got I done. I was excited, yeah. And we came in. Yeah. You sat over there like this. I was excited. Should I we, not have we, been? We win. We win. Should I we not win. have been excited about and the Mets shockingly you. signing? Well, Make the excuses. No, I'm not. I'm giving you an honest answer. Why do you care if they just sign him to a 12-year deal? Your owner's got more money than everybody. Because get the guy done. Because angle didn't hurt you last still year. Still have to make smart business decisions. If your doctors are telling you he's got a metal plate in his ankle, and we're deeply concerned. Forget yeah. about twelve years. He's going to get through the first five. Like you can't just ignore it because you have a billionaire owner. You can't. Now, if Steve Cohen doesn't give a rat's ass, fine. Here's what's funny. You guys ignored it when San Francisco said they had a problem with it. You called them suckers. So I here's you, the thing. You called San Francisco, not you. So I did nothing of yes, the sort. You did. No, I didn't. I heard that show the next day. I didn't call them a Bunch sucker. Of suckers. Stop we it. We came into the middle of the night on a Hawaii vacation and we stole Carlos Correa. You incompetent suckers. Your words, not mine. And now you're all backtracking. Oh, good business decision. Oh, gotta give him credit for being smart. You're all a bunch of uh, of uh, clowns. Not I think really. The yeah. There's use. only one clown talking, yeah. and it's the guy in blue. <laughs> well, that's you. They're in the, the the Cohen canoe. They that's can't. Right. It's just when he spends. Look at this owner. When he's prudent, oh. and he's prudent too. It's the best of both worlds. Yeah. When I he still, spends, he's terrific. I when he doesn't spend, he's terrific. He's when Big terrific. Mac, I still can't understand when Big Mac became a Yankee douche. Like when did that happen? What Yankee? I douche? thought you were like a good, nice. I am respectful I, I, they, Yankee fan. They should have signed this contract. They should have. Sign the same contract they should have given him 
12 years? No. 315? They should have matched the Twins' offer. Yeah, the 6 and 6 deals. What are you we haven't about? even seen this guy's MRI. Well, you saw him, like, la- you saw him last year about 291. Yeah, but hold on. No, it's not about last year. It's about oh. the next 12 years. And here's the reason why Steve Cohen gets the benefit of the doubt. Because if this was Jeff Wilpon, we'd obviously go nuts. There's no doubt. I'm not denying that. We've seen from him yeah. he's willing to spend. We've seen Cohen tax be damned. Well, not so really, obviously, though. yes, he's still he's willing, willing to talk about spending. No, no, hold on, hold on. He just backed out of a three hundred fifty million dollar deal. Do they have the highest payroll? In it's baseball? like saying I'm going to buy that art and then uh, reneging it do at the they, last minute. Do they have the highest payroll in baseball? They will. Yes. Do they have the highest tax paid in baseball? Yes. Okay. So my point is still accurate. He showed a willingness to spend. So when there's a pause because of the MRI, yeah. he's going to get more of the benefit of the doubt than a cheap owner from the past. Yeah. There's no doubt. But I can't be angry at the Mets flagging the same issue the Giants flagged. I mean, you How guys you? mocked the Giants for flagging I didn't it. mock the Giants. You're now, like, where yes, I... we stole Correa from the Giants. Yeah, you did. No, oh, you did. No. I listened to the tapes with Big okay. Mac earlier Play today. Play the tape. Well, I didn't, I didn't oh, take exactly. that. exactly. Uh, he and I just listened Listen, to him I could argue we some soup. I could argue with two jackasses all day. <laughs> the one thing I can't argue is with yes. fake things I didn't say. That no, no. I can't argue Big with. Mac, get the tape. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's not going to get it the second, of course. <laughs> of course. But by, uh, by the end of the show, we're going to have it. I've noticed this on social media, and I've heard it on the air. A lot of Yankee yeah. fans came out of nowhere to open up their mouth about this. Because, this of, the, the because of our conversation regarding which flex was the most impressive flex. Because in the moment, we yes. thought the Mets signed him. Just yeah, like you, you thought the Mets signed him. Yes. Just like you, Big Mac, thought the yeah. Mets signed him. More times than not... When a deal is agreed upon, unless your name is Carlos Correa, yeah. it happens. It doesn't yeah. just fall apart because of a physical. It probably hurts uh, their reputationally, I'll tell you that. Whose reputation? If I was an agent, I can't trust the Mets uh, when they make me an offer. I mean, they may back out of it. Make me sit there and stew for 19 days while most other teams fill all their holes. You think, and uh, I, can be, I can be the odd you man You think out. the Mets' reputation got hurt by this? Oh, yeah, okay. big time. That's a reputational hit right there. You think the Giants' reputation got hit by this? No, the Giants did it the right way. <laughs> They didn't, make, they didn't make crazy they had, for 19 days. Craig, they had a press conference yes. schedule, canceled it hours before, yeah. and then before the Giants could get back to Boris, they signed with the Mets. Like, that's how that transpired. Yeah, snakes in the grass usually you want to die. Thing, the one thing I will admit, and you failed on this, I failed I on this. Fa- I failed. Well, let me finish. I, you're you're I here. Failed. We I all failed. failed on this. Good. When the Mets shockingly signed Correa before the new year, yeah. we all should have made a bigger deal out of the failed physical with the Giants. And none of us did. Right. Like, I just assumed well, it was I, done. I don't, bl- I don't blame you for that because you guys are like fat kids in the candy store. We were excited. But what about right. you? What about Big Mac? Why didn't you calmly say, hey, guys, totally get why you're excited. Yeah. He just had an issue with the Giants. I, mean, I did what? say that. We heard that ne- on the tapes this morning as ne- well. You never said I'll that. play that for you in a little bit. I heard the show. I did the show. Yeah. You guys. Like, you remember every s- single thing that comes out of my mouth. Believe it or not, Craig. Yeah. I do. I took notes on it. Big Mac's <laughs> fine. Like, that's why Big Mac disappeared. He's getting the audio. He's pulling it right now. It sounds something like this. Let me hear. I'm a little concerned about this MRI. I don't know if I'd give him 315 without looking at the MRI first. I'd only believe the audio if you provide my response to you. Did I respond to you with? Yes, your response was, stop being a hater. <laughs> Steve Cohen's the man. I give him credit for flexing in the middle of the night. We got our guy. Let's rock. Yeah. And I was like, all right, if you say so. No, I, I may, you may not take responsibility. I will. I apologize. When they made that shocking announcement, I should have raised the flag. We all should have. Mm-hmm. That, wait a second. 
He just had an issue with his physical with the Giants. What makes us think it's going to be swimmingly easy with the Mets? And it wasn't. It got flagged. 19 days went by. We had all these false reports. And now it's over. He's not coming here. Yeah. And we all have to accept it. And if you guys want to beat your chest because you don't have a left fielder and your third baseman sucks and you're not totally this is pleased not about with the your Yankees. offseason, you're this has nothing you have to do with the right Yankees. to do yeah, that. You're lashing out now. This is not about the New York Yankees. I'm just Outside of them out flexing you guys you know, a month Craig, ago. I'm, no, you're just you're responding. I'm responding that you guys have a right to be petty little bitches you're, about this. You're being, it's totally fine. You're being like a raccoon. Like, right I now. give you permission <laughs> to do it. This is the story of the day. This is our opinion on it. This isn't coming from, like, a bitter Yankee No, no, I get that. This is my opinion on the Carlos and you guys have a right to do that. Like, I totally get it. But the one thing I warned my fellow Met fan, yeah. there's this feeling of, well, when Matt's agent pissed off Cohen, Who's agent? he I'm got sorry. Steven Matt's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got angry and he signed Max Scherz. Right. When he was annoyed at the Grom's press conference, he signed Verlander and yeah. Singa and all this. There's no one in free agency, I promise you this, because you know I know the list. Yes. There's nobody no, in free agency in the same stratosphere as Correa. Are they are there good additions out there that I would like that you probably had never heard of the player? Absolutely. But there isn't a pivot that's out there that's going to please the Met fan. And honestly, they really shouldn't pivot. Yeah. Take a deep breath. It stinks they didn't get Correa. It's disappointing they didn't get Correa. But the one thing I don't want to see this owner do, because here's where I will rip him, Craig. Don't do something stupid via the trade market. Don't trade Jay Buhner. Don't trade Doug Drayback. Don't trade Jose Rijo. Don't trade those guys. Don't trade Willie McGee. Right. You get all those references? I get all those not references, really. yeah. Thank Big you. Mac just said in my ear, now the Mets fans should be very proud of the Mets. The average age of the free agent signings was 37 and a half this year. <laughs> Can't wait to see you guys, how you look in three years. <laughs> well, they're all contracts run out, so it's not a big deal. They just reinvest the money in other people, which was the smarts of this offseason. They're yeah, not invested long-term in I, those older guys. I figure it'll take off 25 minutes for somebody to come and go, this is good for us. Now we've got more money for Otani. Got nothing to do with it. All right, so let me make that clear. Got nothing to do with it. It's not. You got played. And Machado. It's not, you know, they're going to bring them all in. It's, yeah. not, it's not good for the Mets. Now, right. can they pivot to a guy like Manny Machado and show? Well, I don't think they're ever pivoting it to Otani. They were always going to go after Otani. As they I don't should. think signing Correa was going to make a difference. Yeah, the Mets are a big market team. And I think you guys would admit, even in your petulance, that they will spend. Maybe not this offseason because it's pretty much over, but they will spend in the future. Yeah. But I don't want to hear a spin from Met fans that this is good. I haven't said that. There is none, right. I haven't I said that. What I've said was I'm disappointed, yeah. but I understand why they walked away from it because of the issues with the, the ankle. The patience that Met fans suddenly have with Steve Cohen fascinates me. What do you mean by that? Because like you said, if this was still the Wilpon regime – you guys would be burying Jeff because Lombard. of what he's done. They have the highest payroll in baseball. Yes, but like you'd be, he, you admitted you'd bury him because they would. Okay, here's why. I mean, this isn't that complicated, but I'll explain it. Because I believe that this owner will continue to spend year after year after year, or talk about it. No, no, he's done it, and then renege on deals. They're they're paying the oh, highest yeah. payroll in all Major League Baseball. Yes, they that's are. not fake. No, that is true. So I believe that he'll continue to spend. So comparing that to the Wilpons, who didn't spend on this kind of level, why would you compare? You don't think it to he backed team? out of the deal because he invested in FTX, do you? No, no. <laughs> no. Believe it or not, I trust. 
that they backed out of the deal for the same reason the Giants backed out of the deal. They're deeply concerned about a metal plate in his ankle. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. I did the math, by the way, Craig. And Connor McDavid wears the same pair of socks every game he's ever played in the NHL. He never washes them. Kind of like uh, Evan dressing for work. It's true. I wear the same shirt every day. Well, uh, close. So I did the math. on the math? And it means nothing, but we were talking about it earlier on Daniel Jones. Jones' record at 425 and his record in prime time because you had to make a snotty comment about Kirk Cousins, and we need to be fair about it. It's not a snotty comment. It's a well-accepted uh, fact that Kirk Cousins sucks when it's not a 1 o'clock game. All right, well, let's play that Please game. proceed. When it's prime time, as you know, Daniel was 0-9 until that victory a couple weeks ago, so yes. he's now 1-9. Changed the whole landscape of his career. When games start at 425, Daniel Jones is 1-6 in his NFL career. All right, that's not that big a... Uh, so, you know. in prime time slash 425 games, right. in games that don't start at 1 o'clock, yeah. they're 1-15. Uh, 2-15. Your thoughts? Does that still not matter to you? Um, I think that's a quarterback that was quarterbacking for a bad team. Yeah. So uh, I'm not going to look at that. Kirk Cousins As wasn't always to, on uh, good team. Now I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, for example, has played in 138 games in his career. Right. So he's got a larger sample. Is that fair? Oh, no, absolutely. All right. So 425 games dating back to his time in Washington. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Kirk Cousins is not very good. Yeah, no, I get that. I'm not arguing that. I'm pointing out what Daniel Jones has done, too. He's not very good. Not very good. And to your point, this season, the Minnesota Vikings only lost four games. They lost Monday night to the Eagles. They lost at 425, 40-3 against Dallas. Yeah. They lost at 425, 41-17 to the Packers. So... Yes, even in a season in which the Vikings won a lot of games, right. when they happened to play at 425, uh-huh. things went really, 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 really bad. Really, really, really bad. Yeah, I'm just pointing out that Daniel That's Jones right. is 2-15 in prime time of yeah. 425. So, yeah, something's going to have to give, right? One of those guys is going to make his uh, 425 numbers better. Well, here's the one good, of them isn't. Here's the good news. Yeah. Daniel Jones is on a little bit of a heater because if you include just this season, just this year with a capable head coach. Talk to me. And you take four twenty-five games. Yes. He's one and two. When you take primetime games, two and two. They look at the math. That's right. Five hundred. So, so this season with a capable coaching staff, Daniel Jones has not been Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I don't think the time of this game is gonna play a role in the outcome no, of the game. No but I'll guarantee this right now. Kirk Cousins <laughs> throws an interception. Think so? Yes. I'll uh, that you can put that on the table does right Dan- now. Does Daniel Jones turn the ball over today? Because that's been, you, you mean know, on Sunday. On God. Sunday. Did I say today? Yes. I just wish it was today. That uh, would be a I'm lot my, of fun. I'm with you. I'm already Jones in football after last night's debacle. Oh, was that football? Uh, it was not. And by the way, it doesn't mean you take a shot that, you know, uh, Alabama should have been in or Michigan or Ohio State. TCU got there on merit. They just got their asses handed to them. Yep. And by the way, there's going to be more of that in the future because the playoff is going to 12 teams. No, I'm aware. More blowouts. So there will be more teams that go on a little run, that all of a sudden find themselves in a championship game against a much better team. No doubt. That is going to happen more. And long term, I do think it's good for the sport. All right, back to what we care about. Yeah, do you sorry. think Daniel Jones turns the ball over on Sunday? I think Daniel Jones uh, has one turnover. Yes. Because he's been remarkable this year. Yeah. He hasn't like Yeah, have six interceptions. you know how many fumbles lost he has this season? Because uh, that was the real bugaboo for him. If I had to take a guess, 
I would guess. What would I guess? Yeah, what would you guess? What would I guess? It's single digits. <laughs> yes, it's single digits. But with single digits, say, we'd have a huge problem right now. <laughs> I would say Daniel Jones has three fumbles lost this year. Excellent work. Am I right? Dead on. Three. Now, yeah, that's, just a that, guy, that's a guy that watches a lot of Just football. to put it in perspective. That's all that is is a guy like, I'm like Goodwill Hunting. When it comes to football. Now, let's go I to... Just, I just, you know, Mozart looked at a piano, he uh, can just play. You make uh, it... You talk about football, I can just play, I don't know. Yeah, it's also called Loogie doing yeah. quick research. No, no, he did Anyhow, not on that one. I, he did not. In his rookie season, to perspective, because perspective on this... Now? Oh, Jesus who are we Who we back on? Daniel Jones. Go How ahead. many fumbles lost did he have in his rookie season? Ooh. And by the way, for everyone listening, if Craig gets it right, yeah. we know he's now using this time to look it up. By the way, that's not what I do. All right, uh, you take it too much time. Very close. Sixteen lost fumbles. Oh, that's not bad. Sixteen. No, to, forget down about to three. Craig, forget about your predictions and your yeah. guesses. Yeah. He had sixteen lost fumbles in his yeah. rookie season. Was that 2019? That was 2019. His yeah. rookie year. In 2020, he had seven <coughs> lost fumbles. In 2021, he had five lost fumbles. This year, it went down to three. So you see yeah. the growth. And that's in more games. Remember, he's played more games this year than any year of his career. And then you talk about the interceptions. The interceptions are way down. Yeah. Year one, he threw 12. Then 10. Then seven. This year, five. So every single year, it's gotten better. And this year, he's done a great job protecting the football. And I'd go on a limb and say he doesn't turn the ball Just over. Just for the sake Sunday. of accuracy, are you sure you have those numbers right in the first year? Of what? Of uh, fumbles versus lost fumbles. Yeah, you got to do the math. So it's fumbles. He had yeah. 19. Fumbles recovered was three. So that means so he 16. had 16 okay. lost fumbles. I, for some reason, my, my mind tells me there was less than that, but okay. Of lost I, fumbles? No, I, if you're looking at it, I believe you. I know I thought you he know had what like 11. You know what the technicality on that is? Go good, good point. If an offensive lineman recovers his lost fumble, it's that still... doesn't count as a turnover. Think about it because you, you recovered the football. Right, right. But it wasn't you. Either way, you want to look I at this. Because it doesn't digits. matter. Like I'm the point. Is, here's, the, here's the point. Yeah. He's not losing the football nearly no, as he's much. He's become f- much better. Incredible. Right? Which is also why he's now thought of by a lot of Giant fans, not all, as the future quarterback for them too. Now, well, we'll get to it later on. I'm and here, and by the way, just to further this, the yeah. other crazy part is I think Josh Allen turned the ball over more times this year. By the way, Josh Allen in the red zone is a turnover machine. Yeah. He has no problem throwing the ball wherever the hell he wants uh, without even worrying about where it goes. Now, they make up for it because he's really effing good. Yeah, of course. that dude has no problem making bad throws specifically in the red zone. Yep. And if you wonder what will stop them from what a lot of people think is now this, you know, for sure magical run to a Super Bowl, that's what it would be. I am curious. They're very strong everywhere else. I am curious, and I know we're we're still weeks away from this happening. But the NFL has made no announcement as of this broadcast. I may right know now. the answer. What's the question? If the Buffalo Bills yeah. advance to the AFC Championship game and take on the Kansas City Chiefs, yes, the title game is at a neutral site. That is correct. It has still not been announced. Yes, where that site will be. No, but apparently and that's huge. Detroit said no. Indianapolis and said no. Indianapolis said no. Well, it so can, you know where it's going. It's got to be in a cold weather environment. It's not going to be. Why? Because they clearly don't want it to be. Dude, no, no, or else no. they wouldn't have gone to Detroit and Indy. Okay. I disagree with the NFL. Oh, that's fine. It is. Do you? I mean, at the end of the day, I don't care well, that much. How do you not care? You're a football fan? I said play in Lambo. How do you not? I agree. By the way, I'm totally good with that. Great play. But I don't like your answer if you don't care. How do you well, not care? Why do I care where the game is? Because you want your football fan? 
Yeah. Are you on TV for two and a half hours talking nothing but football and yeah. Brooklyn Nets? I saw that. I did a lot Look today. at you talking about Nets. Yeah, I supported your guy Do you today. think of me when uh, you talk Yeah, about every time because I'm afraid I'm going to come in and you're going to say, you got that wrong. <laughs> you got that wrong. Yeah. Yes. But you you don't care where the AFC <coughs> Championship game is? Look, would I like the scene of an outdoor stadium with flurries coming down? Yes. So then Do I care? No. How do you not care? I mean, I don't care. How do you explain how you don't care about? I'm just I'm baffled that you don't care. Why would I care? Because you love the NFL. I you did. told me back in August yeah. that you were having a party for a preseason game. Yes, because football's back. That's right. Is that you? That was me. Okay, I that love football guy, more than anything. That guy who loves more fo- football more than anything. Yeah, doesn't care where the AFC Championship game is. No, I honestly I think it should be in Kansas City. But I know it's not going. I don't there. think you should have it in Kansas. That's fine. Unfortunately, just the way things played out. Right, because the extra game. I, I think the neutral side idea is great. I think you got to get it right. Play it in Pittsburgh. What's wrong with Pittsburgh? By the way, you want to go to Pittsburgh? You want to go to Cleveland so you can actually see a playoff game? Yeah, why not? You want to go to uh, Lambeau? Yeah, obviously, the history of Lambeau Field. Great. Why not? I don't care. It's got to be at a cold weather place. But it's I not going to. It's going to be in Las Vegas. But they're wrong. You dude. know where it's going. So then voice your opinion. You don't have an opinion on it? No. Why? Because I don't care where Why the game don't is. Why you care? Why does it bother you that I don't it care? It bothers me that you don't care. I don't. How can My you not My team's ca- not in the game. Why do I care where the game is Because you love football. I do, and I'm going to get a great game. Indoors. It's better oh outdoors. And it's fair outdoors. They're both cold-weather teams. Right. So therefore, put the team outdoors. Therefore, there's no advantage either way. So you might as well just play it inside. You shouldn't play And let the fans enjoy 78 no, degrees. stop it. Yeah. That's such crap. Or 72 degrees, whatever indoors is. It shouldn't be indoors. Well, listen, call up Goodell. No, I'm I'm not even mad at Goodell, mad at you. You're mad at me. Because you should use your bully pulpit to agree with me and scream and yell that we need it on a cold weather side. I don't care where the game is. But you should care. Why? Because you love football. Right, and I hope I can't wait to see Kansas City, Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Cincinnati, whatever the uh, two uh, teams are. I think the only three teams that can make the championship game. You've edited yourself on that. I'm proud of you. You went from there's only two teams uh, to now there's only Tommy Stubber, three teams. I like that. Because I got to give the Bengals some love. Of course you do. They're a really good team. And I never said they weren't. I just thought they were third best. And that's not a slight. But they might be better than Buffalo. Okay. That being said, I don't give a rat's ass for that How game. How do you is. not care? I could not care less. I'm disappointed. And I'm starting to think that we should probably go to Arizona for the Super Bowl anyway. What makes you think that? It's uh, nicer there than it is here. <laughs> you have flip-flopped on going to the Super Bowl? Yeah. More than I mean, anything I've ever seen. I don't even want to work there. To be honest, I just want to go out there, sit by a pool, read a book. Yeah, <laughs> read a eat, book? Eat some uh, Tex-Mex food and call it a night. Do you want some off days or something? Yeah. Me off days. Yeah, like you want to just take a vacation. I never take off days. <laughs> Sounds like you want to go to Arizona to take a vacation, not to work. I you, told you just me said you that. told me we're taking off February third. We are taking off February third. Uh, I'm going so to Florida, I, man. I said yes. Yeah, there you go. That's one day, and then I might take uh, a few more days off. <laughs> thinking about it, you know, thinking about it. Like February 27th through March 3rd, <laughs> I may just take that week off. Oh yeah. Week. Yeah, I may take that week. You know off. what? You've worked hard. You deserve it. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's post Super Bowl. It's pre, you know, spring training. Yeah, I got nine weeks. I never use them. Fair. I might as well take a couple days off and enjoy my life a little. I bit. I think you should. I need a break from you for a couple days. Is I love right? you. I love you. Who would you sometime... pick to uh, sit in for me? Ah, so many options. So many options. So many options. Chris Christie ain't gonna say yes. <laughs> I talked to him about it yesterday. Uh, well, he's he not goes, one of my options. So he goes, fine. so February third, you guys are off. I go, or is it just are you off? I go, no, we're both off. Evans going away. He goes, oh. 
because I was afraid everyone might call me and tell them the answer's no. <laughs> so I'm just giving you a heads up. I'll tell you this. If the Dallas Cowboys are in the Super Bowl, I bet your ass he's going to want to do a show. You don't think he would want to come on New York Sports Talk Radio and gloat for four and a half hours about the Cowboys in the Super Bowl? Now, I agree with you, and I apologize. The Cowboys making the Super Bowl is fixed. I don't know if they're going to be Tampa. Uh, right. It's, I it's, mean, they should be Tampa by 30. Tampa's a bad football team, but they do have the GOAT. And as you may have heard me say this morning, Tom Brady is chasing something. And when Tom Brady's on the chase, there ain't no stopping him. Single Tom Brady only has three Super Bowl rings. Married Tom Brady has four. Oh, it's a battle. It's a battle. Mm. Single Tom Brady needs to reclaim his dominance. Mm. And he's got to win another I think one. the Cowboys are going to blow them out. So at least it's 4-4. Four, four. That's my prediction. You think so? And maybe I'll change by Friday, but as of right now, I'm going further on this. They will destroy them. In fact, they may take their soul. There could be a little soul-taking yeah. between Dallas and Tampa. Yeah, you should be careful about that because all that means, all that does is expedite Tom Brady going to the Dolphins. And you want no part of that, brother. Yeah, that 46-year-old senior citizen. I'm not. I'm sorry. I can't. You'll figure it out. You're the best. You're not, but I'm going to build you up and make you think <laughs> you're the best. You're the best producer or board op I've ever worked with. So I'm sure if we don't take a break right now, you will figure it out. You know why? Because you're the man. Dude, he figured it out yesterday. We played yeah. 26 straight minutes of commercials. It was fine. Well, you, you I, I heard Tommy on the air yesterday yelling and screaming about something. Like he was upset about it. Thank so, you. Fake outrage. What was he it. upset about? He was upset about something. How could he know. be upset? He's a giant. Passionate. I have no I, idea. He was upset about it. He likes to complain, complain, complain. Thank you, sir. All right. There you go. Now I'm a happy guy. Let's make sure you did What were right. you complaining about yesterday, Luke? By the way, I said eight pumps of caramel, but seven will be fine. Thank you. You're not. You're all right. You're fine. Thank you're good. I'm not complaining. I'm not high maintenance. Thank you. All right. No, seven. you're not high maintenance. I'm the most low maintenance guy that's ever worked at this radio station. No, you station. definitely are, correct. Thank totally you. agree. Here's uh, Rick in the Bronx. Rick, what's going on, buddy? Hey, listen. Because I heard yesterday on SNY, they said that um, if they don't get Carlos Correa, yeah. they could get Adam Duval. Uh, he, he's available. He's a right-hand power back. <laughs> Adam Devine from the Braves. Yes, oh, I yes. thought you meant from Godfather. He mashes left-handed no, pitching, so that's Robert, good. Not Robert Devine. <laughs> My bad. Adam Devine. <laughs> yeah. You got it, kid. He's a left, he's a left fielder. And yeah, right and he mashes left-handed pitching. I Are you saying this because that would not please you? Or are you saying this because, yes, bring me Adam Duval? Yeah, he's a power right-handed bat. You can get him. Yeah, no, I get But that's, look. Adam Duval is a nice signing, but the problem is, and I don't know, Rick, if you're being sarcastic or not. I apologize. There are going to be no, a lot of Met fans. Oh, it's a, it's a solid signing. It's a good call, by the way, Rick. I think there's going to be a lot of Met fans who scoff at this saying, seriously, that's what we're talking about after Carlos Correa? But that's realistic. There aren't any other Carlos Correas sitting in free agency. Those are the kinds of players the Mets would have to add. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But they do need that right hand. Hey, Rick, let me ask you a question. As a diehard Mets fan, what was your uh, your emotions like when you found out officially that you lost Correa? I was, oh, I was hurt. I was hurt, but then again, I'm not because it might be a blessing in disguise. Because you know, it certainly might be. That's a fair way to look at it. Because as he get older, it's going to affect him. That that injury is going to affect him. Yeah, you know, the crazy thing about it, Rick, you be good, buddy. Appreciate the call. Is that you're talking about an injury that, to be fair, has not affected him. Correct. That's the rub here. So the only effect that happened, and it was weird, and I talked about this a few weeks ago on the Rico. I certainly didn't do it here. Was that late in the game this past season, he was stealing a base, and 
he felt his ankle vibrate. Okay, and now he, he does have, he's got a middle plate in there, right? Yes, the okay. middle plate. That's what yeah. keeps coming up in the MRI. Yeah. And Carlos Correa had admitted, I had never felt that before. It was late in the season. He ended up playing the last few games, but the season ended. Okay. And it's fair to wonder, hey, if it was June when that happened, right. how does it play out? This Meaning, season does was he over. take time off? Like, does it end up affecting him? He only played a handful of games after. So that quote from Carlos, which came out right as it happened, hey, I've never had this feeling before, right. you have to admit is a little bit of a warning sign. Look, you had two uh, teams that were willing to give the guy over $300 million that both walked away from the deal because of what they saw that scared them. Now, for whatever reason, the Minnesota Twins, who obviously know him well, he just played for them for the last year. So there's familiarity there. They're not worried about it. You know, and they're giving him $200 million guaranteed. But you have two teams that went from here's over $300 million guaranteed to we're not signing you at all. I mean, I don't know what the hell they saw in that damn thing. But I would tell you what, whoever did the operation probably did a pretty good job because the guy's played eight years with that plate in his ankle. Right, but the concern is it's been great for eight years. No one's yeah. denying that. What's next? And by the way, here's the quote from this. This was on September 20th. He hit my plate, referring to the mini collision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had surgery, and he hit it. It felt kind of numb. It started vibrating, so I was waiting for it oh. to calm down. Yeah. It was a little scary. But then I started feeling good. Now, that happens in June. I don't know what the hell happens to you this know, plate that's I, vibrating. I've got titanium plates in my face. Um... And now you've got me concerned that maybe after a certain time, there's like an expiration date. Yeah. And then what happens? Your face yeah. falls off. Yes, you're screwed. Like, no joke. All your good looks are I gone. I had a depressed fracture of my uh, zygote and orbital bone because I uh, shattered it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they went through my mouth and it popped it back. And I got two titanium plates in my, uh, my grill. Yeah. So what do you think it all means? I don't know. But sometimes it vibrates for me, too. See? You know what it's like. Yeah, but that turns me on, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, like on a rainy day, it gets a little red and goes, bzzz. yeah. And I can pick up like a Tokyo radio. Oh, that's cool. It's pretty awesome. Huh. I want a plate now in my body. I knew about K pop before anybody. <laughs> yeah, BTS or KTB, whatever it is. BTS, BTK, what is it called? I have no idea. Probably, you know, those kids are like multimillionaires and now they got to serve in the army. <laughs> yeah, their careers are put on hold. And then when they get out of the army, they're going to be adults. No one's going to want to hear them sing because they're not cute kids anymore. Man. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, wouldn't at that point you just, like, uh, you know, <laughs> what, stay quick? here? Yeah. I think you have an obligation to the Constitution. Well, man. you love your country. I respect yeah. that. You though. have an obligation. You got to do it. I mean, there were baseball players 70 years ago, went overseas and fought. It was an yes. obligation to the country. Yes, that's true. But I'm just saying, like, you're now. So they have, the same, they have the same obligation. Yeah, how do you think you would handle that? How would I handle what? Like, if you were, let's say you lived in, like, Israel, or you're one of these countries that has, you know, mandatory army service when you turn 18. Yeah, I would serve. As a, uh, as a national obligation. I would serve. But, like, what what, what would you pick, is what I'm saying. Oh, Obviously, what would I pick? I know you wouldn't run. You'd serve. No, I'd absolutely you'd serve. You'd probably, you'd want to be in, like, in, uh, intelligence or something. Uh, yeah? No, would I be... would, whatever I, if let's, to make it more realistic, let's just say I was around in the 60s and I was drafted. Well, How no, about no, that no, idea? No, 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 Why? No, no, because I don't want to go down that road because then it brings up, you know, people's feelings about Vietnam. Today, you're an 18-year-old kid and pick your favorite country. Yeah, I can't they picture man, living anywhere else. They though. mandate you have to serve uh, a year, not even three, one year. Yeah. You could be American. You got to serve a year in one of the four armed forces in America. What are you doing? 
I where would I'm my best attributes serve our country? Huh? Like, where do you think? You know me now. Like, what are my best attributes and how would it serve our country? I'm good with what? Talking and stats? Like, so where, yeah. what, where yeah. do I help? Keep maybe, the books. Maybe, maybe I be keep like, the books for the be, softball games you, between Army and Navy. Right. You're right. Yeah, good no. call. Or join the radio station like Robin Williams in Good Morning Vietnam. Adrian Cronauer? No. No. Where do you think I would best serve our country? he wouldn't entertain the troops. That'd be a problem. Why? My show would be that bad? Well, you know, the guys are, like, sitting in, like, an area, you know, and then they have you come on, you know, yelling and screaming about the Nets. Like, who wants it? <laughs> yeah. Can you believe Durant again with the knee? Yeah, I would be one of two things, and I've given it a lot of thought. A sailor? No, no. I'd either be a Navy SEAL. Oh, stop! Or I'd be a right. I'd be a pilot. You're delusional. I got. I, I really. I want to learn how to fly. You couldn't last a day in the uh, training to be a Navy SEAL. Do you know what these guys and gals have to go through? Yes, I do. Dude, you would last six hours. Uh, Tommy, please stop bourbon. Sorry, Come I'm very gassy. Okay, six hours. You'd be done, and you're like, oh, I'd be a wow. Navy SEAL. No, no. To be fair, I couldn't do it today without first training and getting in shape. I agree with you on that. But when I was 18, I could have been a Navy SEAL. I think so. I don't think so. And I, the other thing, I'd like to be either a Navy pilot, because I think that's badass, landing on aircraft carriers and whatnot and shooting things, mm-hmm. or you're just an Air Force pilot. But I'm, I'm really, to this day, I do like I have a bucket list. I want to learn how to fly helicopters. There's a... Um... A difference between you now. There are many differences. One is I know my limitations. The yeah. other is you do not know your limitations. Well, you don't think I can learn how to fly a helicopter? Uh, I you, bet you would be a badass helicopter pilot. <laughs> Maybe you could learn. I don't yeah. need to be good at it. Like, I want to learn how to fly a helicopter before I'm uh, 50. That's uh, my goal. Well, you're about four years yeah. too late, aren't no, no, you, I got a couple years left. <laughs> For example, if you guys were ever going to get me a gift, a meaningful gift, you should get me... Five helicopter uh, like um, lessons. That'd be a good gift to get. I me. love you too much not yeah. to do that because I it scares me, and so it scares me that I get you those lessons. Yeah. Something bad happens, and I'm responsible. Nothing bad's Couldn't gonna live happen. With myself. Couldn't live with myself. Nah, I, I wouldn't do it. That's to you. what I want for the next gift you guys all pitch in for. Rather than get me the fifty dollar, uh, which is very generous, uh, Grub Up <laughs> gift certificate, which I've used already. It's phenomenal. I'd rather you get me helicopter lessons. Yeah. How much do those cost? I have no idea. That's up for you guys to figure out. A couple out. of grand per, maybe? I have no idea. Why don't yeah. you guys look into it and get them? I bet you it's more than 50 bucks in uh, Omaha no. Steaks or whatever Lukey gave you. You think it's more than $50 a lesson? Probably not. I would think so. Yeah? To get into a helicopter? I don't know. It, it used to cost me it used to cost me 4500 bucks to fly round trip to Atlantic City and back. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe a little more than 50 bucks. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I have yeah. an answer. Go ahead. The average cost of helicopter yeah. flying lessons yeah. range from $150 to $200 per hour. All right, that seems reasonable. If you want to get your helicopter yes, pilot license, what I want. it costs between ten dollars and $15,000. Well, you guys do well pitching. <laughs> For the license? Yes. <laughs> yeah. The lesson is actually not that bad. I'd buy you a couple of lessons. If it's an hour lesson, that's not terrible. Right, but now if it's, a, if it's just use 200 bucks as the number. So now you got to yeah. buy me... How many, you got to buy me like a lot of lessons for me to get my license. How many lessons does it normally take? Well, you, you just said it's 15,000 yeah. bucks. So if it's 200 bucks a lesson, that's like 750 no, lessons. No, no, that's the license. Yeah. I or don't think that's related. Lessons. I don't think that's related to how many lessons you have to take. Uh, that's yeah, to is. get the license. Well, no, yeah, it's, it's, fl- it's probably hours, it's hours in the air. Oh, yeah. hours in the okay, air. my apologies. Then. I think I'd be probably a fantastic helicopter pilot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then my first trip would be taking you somewhere. No shot. 
You wouldn't get on a helicopter no. if I'm your pilot? No. That's offensive. Me and my Sorry. wife had helicopter plans. No, I'm, I'm not getting on a... Hold on. With you... So I let's say I've got five hundred hours of practice. If you if you were certified, yeah, I'm certified. I'm, I'm and you've done it before a bunch and everything. Yes. No. So I'm if sorry. I give you like the tour of the Statue of Liberty, <laughs> no, and no. I'm flying. No, Tommy, you're in. I'm out. Totally. Yes. Out. Are you guys no, anti helicopter in general no, or anti Craig flying yeah, the helicopter? Both. Frankly, oh, well, see, I don't want to get in a helicopter. Period. See, Craig, it has nothing to do with you. And I, I, Craig, I, I you're either. fine. I wouldn't get in a helicopter with anybody. Yeah, you would. No, I wouldn't. No. I was supposed to with my wife for our How honeymoon, about, uh, and we canceled it because we both realized that's not the way we want to go out. Come on. Where was what? your honeymoon? We were supposed to be in Hawaii. We had to change. Oh, you would have done like the volcano yeah. uh, thing? And before we actually canceled the yeah. honeymoon in general, we canceled the helicopter plans because oh. we were both like, hell no. What the hell are we doing? When's the last time you heard about one of those helicopters crashing? Doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't want to do it. doesn't matter. Still don't want to do it. If it does, you're in the ocean anyway. You swim home. Is that how it works? Yeah. Is that how you the think sharks, it works? Unless the sharks get you. need you. swimming lessons, too. Yeah. So that's another thousand. You guys yeah. suck. I'm going to get my pilot's license and you guys I, are getting I don't think board. I would trust anyone I know. Like, I, I don't want to know the pilot. Because <laughs> you'd be like, did he just have some sour diesel before Yeah, exactly. Out? Yeah. All right. Well, there you I go. I just, yeah. I don't trust it. All right. So I guess I'll be in every seal then. In Jersey City. Aaron, what's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? So I wanted to talk about the Korea thing again, if that's okay. Of course. Yeah, so I think I'm a huge Mets fan, and I also negotiate for a living. And I think there's, like, part of this we're not talking about that I I thought is kind of smart business move. All right. The deal's falling through with uh, the Giants. You kind of know you're going to have an out. And kind of a second bite at the apple here by making a similar offer. So I think it was wise to make the offer, do the due diligence, and you kind of know, hey, I either get a deal done that I like or I can walk away. Aaron, and I, I kind of seen the I, fan base isn't. You're right. The one caveat to everything you just said was Cohen talking publicly about it. If he didn't say anything to John Heyman about this is the piece we needed, this puts us over the top, I'd say, yeah, you're right. Like You're almost just buying time to look at the physical yourself and kind of renegotiate oh. on that. But for Cohen to come out publicly and say this is the guy we needed prior to the physical shows that that really wasn't the game plan. It was just oh, I'm no, excited I we got I think, I think coming out publicly puts pressure on the player. That looked no, like doesn't. the fan base is really enthused. Um, I I think it was. Yeah, but hold on. How did that put pressure before? on Correa? Correa wanted the deal. He was all in. Correa, walked, you know, I, he put his kid in like uh, met onesie. Like he wasn't the guy that backed out of the deal. Yeah, but I, what I'm saying is, I don't think they entered it thinking they would do the deal they offered. I think you get the. No, hold up I disagree. When Steve Cohen, I'll let the world know and. Uh, that they got Cray and they made the announcement. I thought we were one piece away, whatever the actual quote was. He thought he had him. Yeah. They thought that deal was done. Plus, I, yeah, they did not make him an offer oh, for 315. And, and, and here's the other thing they were going to then do for 200. Steve Cohen is like me and Craig, right? We're, we're fans. We're excited. We got the guy. We're not doctors. Right. Now, once, and this is where I like Steve, because I would do the same. I think you would do the same. You trust the experts around you. You know what I you mean, don't know. great leaders do. Right. You know what you don't know. Steve Cohen's a great businessman. He ain't a doctor. He hires them. He listens to them. And so when the medicals come out, and he says, all right, tell me what you think. And they tell him, look, we think this is a bad investment. 
we don't think this ankle is going to last more than five years. Then you got to make the adjustment. Yeah, all right, here's the uh, the guy. Uh, my buddy Chris Matter just sent it to me. Who is John Mincone? Oh, that was the guy who claimed that it was a done deal. So John Mincone, and I apologize. I don't know John. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. He wrote this actual source. Carlos Correa and Mets agree to terms. Contract revisions awaiting MLBPA approval. Unsure of new terms. I wouldn't expect official word until sometime tomorrow afternoon. But Mets fans can start to breathe again. Yeah. Yeah, you got that wrong. Oopsie doopsie. But I'm more mad at Bayerga than this guy. Why? Because I don't know who this guy is. Hold on, I'll tell you. This guy. He's nothing to me. This guy is a barbecue enthusiast. Okay. Who uh, struck out Mike Trout three times in the Arizona League. Great. Um, and now he has updated his uh, handle. Yeah. Did not get the Correa drop correct at all. Well, I respect so his I give humor. Credit for that. So basically, he's Cody Decker. Yeah. So Cody Decker makes a claim. I don't know who he is. Carlos Baerga was a crappy yeah. Met. All right, he stunk with his team. He now wants to be a newsmaker. Yeah. And he's the one last night claiming it's done. Correa to the Mets. And he got it wrong. So, Craig, is it crazy for me to take my anger and place it on Baerga? What's wrong with that? Not some guy I never heard no, of until five minutes ago. No, you can't and choose which guy got it wrong. Who are you going to yell at? Of course you That's can. That's not fair. That's the way it works. This guy said it was a done deal. I don't know who he is. Well, he's somebody. He had no credibility. Bayerga was developing credibility. And instead, much like his tenure with the Mets, hit a weak ground ball to second base and was thrown up by 10 feet. Now, let me just see if this guy, who I'm sure is, again, I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure he's an all right guy. He's from Melville. He's a local guy. Uh, now, here's the question. Mm-hmm. He has a blue check mark. Do you think he bought it or earned it? Uh, if he played minor league baseball, I mean, maybe he got it. He earned it. You think he earned it? Does Cody Decker have a blue check mark? Uh, check. I don't think so. I think he does. Cody Decker? Yeah. He has a blue. Yeah. yeah. John yeah. McCone verified account. Yeah. Like, John, listen, this happens to be fair. It's just that, you know, you're from Long Island and you had Mets fans feeling like, oh, breathe a sigh of relief. We're all good. So whoever his sources, I actually feel bad for John. I don't think John just made it up. I think he's got a guy he trusts. Yeah, but whoever told him. And that him, guy got bad info. Yeah, and it sounds like the yeah. info's really bad because it doesn't sound like there was a deal made last night. Ever. Right. You know, because remember, right around that time is when Ken Rosenthal and then eventually John Heyman repeated the Boris talking points of, oh, he's talking yeah. to Minnesota. And that ultimately turned out to be the case because he was talking to Minnesota and they made a deal. Yeah. Well, I bet you John is feeling it today, though, isn't he? Well, you know, you know how the, you know how people can be. Yeah, but he put it on his profile as a badge of honor. Oh, I totally respect that. Hey, by the way, uh, Lugie, put, give me John on the phone real quick, will you? I mean, he seems like a good guy. Seems like he got a sense of humor. Right? I, I give him credit for laughing about it, but I don't know who the hell he is. Like you got to laugh about it because at the end of the day, all right, you got one wrong, right? But you're not being douche about I it. I saw that last night because in my Mets text chat, it was sent around, and I remember my response being, "I don't yeah. know who this guy is. Why are we taking it serious?" By well, Erga, because he's a league? minor leaguer. What That's the hell right. does that mean? Well, it means you figure he's got you know good sources. So if Roberto Pettigini starts tweeting <coughs> baseball news, we're supposed to well, trust if him. You know anything about Roberto Pettigini? His minor career wasn't all that great. No, he had a great minor league career. Not 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 at the double A level. He was a game. quadruple A player, as exactly. they said. That's right. That's right. Well, I don't care what a minor league player says, but by Ergo, who is now creating this cottage industry of oh, I'm a, I'm a newsbreaker, he got it wrong. <laughs> He got it wrong. I mean, this he poor guy. He sucked as a Met in the mid-90s. He stinks as a newsbreaker. No more giving Bayerga credit for breaking news. Yeah, but I feel bad Stop for this guy. Stop it. This guy, is, this guy is realizing what it's like. 
this is the most relevant he's probably ever been. Yeah. And it's not for something positive. So I'm going to show him a little love. Seems like a nice guy. He messed up. So now you're loving people who get stuff wrong and just spread it because they're trying no, to make a name for themselves? I told you I'm a spiritual person now. Right. And I have empathy for others, Evan. And yes, he got it wrong on a grand scale, but he owns it. And I don't think we should uh, end the guy. I think we should and have the fun guy, with the guy. He was never a guy to begin with. Who the hell is he? I think we should have a little fun with him. Okay. And my guess, as many athletes, former athletes are, he's probably got a pretty good sense of humor. I find that a lot of athletes have a good sense of humor. You have this weird thing for minor league baseball players. Yeah, right? Yeah, what's up with that? Because I feel for them. Because you were one. And I was one. Well, I mean, I made it. Though. I forgot about that. I made it to the pros. You Not made everybody it. does. You made it, but you didn't make it. I didn't it. have any at-bats because that bastard. Yeah. Uh, what was his name again? Dave Hollins. Dave Hollins. <laughs> that son of a bitch. And let me just say I this. I got to remind you who you backed up now. Yeah, Dave Hollins and Scott Rowland. Neither one of them are Hall of Famers. Let's just make sure. Scott's going to get in, dude. He shouldn't get in. I agree with you. That being said, you know, if he gets in, good for him. I don't care. You're like the Moonlight Graham of the 90s. Oh, yeah, I feel like Moonlight Graham. Yeah. You know, Moonlight Graham, you know who his great-grandson is? It's the only reason I know it. Jerry Graham. No. Blake Graham. Lou Reed. Lou Reed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know who Lou Reed is? <laughs> You're so full of crap. It's hilarious. I'm like, do you know who Lou Reed is or not? Who's Lou Reed? Big Mac, tell him who Lou Reed He's is. He's a singer. He's a musician. He's a famous Walk, 1970s, maybe late Walk 60s. Walk on the wild side. Musician. Yeah, but Walk what is that? What's side. the relation of Moonlight Graham? Grandfather, grandson. Yeah. Moonlight Graham and Lou Reed. Because Lou Reed's real last name is Graham. He changed it for uh, Hollywood or something. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I'm missing the joke. There's no joke. <laughs> I've so, heard. I know so, who Moonlight Graham so is. Lou Reed is really the grandson of Mo Archibald Moonlight Graham. I know his name was Archibald, but oh, yeah. Moonlight Graham, yeah. yeah, famous baseball player. You're gonna make me look this up. Aren't he you? was on the uh, the Black Sox scandals. Everybody no, knows. not at all. He played on the Giants and never got an at bat. But yeah. we know him because of Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. It was explained in the he great was Kevin Costner the Cecil film. Fielder role. Oh, excuse me, right? The Cecil Fielder role. Yeah, he was the uh, the heavy set guy. No, Morgan Freeman. He was a young outfielder who never right. got into a game. Right. Then became a doctor. And they found him, and then he rescued Ray Kinsella's daughter when she was choking on a chicken bone. Correct. And Hot then dogs. he Hot became an old bone. guy, and yes. that's when uh, Kevin Costner had a catch with his dad. And that's when everybody saw Of course, saw. his dad had no idea that he was having a catch with his son. No, he knew. Which is why the movie makes no sense. No, he, he knows. knows. He, he kind of does, yeah. He knows it's his son. He calls when, him dad. Well, that's Kevin Costner calling yeah, him dad. Though. His dad has no idea yes, that's his son. Yes, no. Does. And it was a stupid movie. It's one of the great movies of all time, yes. and you should wash your mouth out well, in soap. You should uh, learn more about music. Well, that's I mean, that's true, but right. <laughs> you should have an idea who Lou Reed is. I mean, you really should. Walk on the Wild Side. Okay. No. He was a great saxophone player. Fantastic. 877-337-6666. You should know who Adam Duvall is, but I don't make fun of you for not. Yeah, Robert's Duvall. cousin. <laughs> we all know who Adam Duvall is. He's a right-handed guy who uh, smashes lefties. That's because I said it. When did you say that? On the air when a caller brought up Adam Duvall. That's right. And your for the eyes Reds. glazed over in confusion. Like, I know a lot of Adam I don't Duvall. know what's happening. Adam Duvall is an Aquarius who played for the Reds and the Tigers. <laughs> Everybody knows who he is.